0: On tonight's show, we have visual artist and illustrator, Kababi Beya. And now for your host, Cool What's up everybody? Welcome to episode 20. Man, I'm hitting a milestone, a benchmark today, man. This is lovely. Episode twenty. I thank everybody who's been rocking with me from one to now. Uh, man, it's been a journey. The journey continues, and it's a beautiful thing, man. I just really appreciate everybody showing their support and the love, man. Everybody that likes my stuff on Instagram, my little weird little commercials that I do, um, everything, man. I just appreciate if you sh- you know if you shared it, if you even peeked in for two seconds. I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah man but uh yeah welcome 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 episode 20 we're gonna keep it going um for anybody out there who's watching now uh that this is the first time i just want to let you know that this show is all about bringing value to you i just want to bring value to you um bring people on here man i try to allow i try to give them a platform so they can be transparent with what they've gone through, the the struggles that they may have on their journey or the breakthroughs, the successes, all that. And I'm hoping that it can add some value to your life and what you have going and some of your goals, aspirations, and dreams. So hopefully it is a good takeaway and you can get some value out of this, man. That's what it's for. But tonight, this this is new for me. Tonight, I'm interviewing a visual artist because I've had plenty of artists on here, but it's all been like music, you know, stuff like that, promoters, uh, spoken word, but I've never had a visual artist. So this is gonna be fun. I'm gonna be learning. So I'm gonna be a sponge tonight with even with the questions I'm asking, because I wanna know, um, because I don't know much about art, so to speak. You know, I I know how to see it and look at it, but maybe tonight I'll look at it from a different perspective, a different angle and learn more about the culture, because that's what I plan to do for you as well um so hopefully we can just um grow together tonight all right i got kababi bayak all right visual artist illustrator great stuff great work So without further ado let's go ahead and bring him on in let's give him his just too man i'm excited about this and i hope you are too bobby what's happening what's happening happening, man it's a pleasure it's a pleasure to have you on here hey can you turn your uh i think turn your speaker down just a little bit i can hear myself echoing okay a little bit not too much though because i don't want you to be drowned out i think that's good yeah better. yeah 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 that's better cool 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 but yeah man welcome to the show this is episode 20 so this is a this is a milestone for me so I, i appreciate you uh joining me tonight and uh coming on here to give us some knowledge man about art and culture and and where it's going and, and how you're involved and all that man um the welcome
1: thanks for having me man appreciate it
0: <laughs> yes indeed listen yes, d so we're gonna jump right in so you are a visual artist an illustrator um i read a little bit of your bio i know you went to Gremlin earlier on yep. did you were are you trained did you train there in arts did you take art classes like how, how did all this come about for you how long have you been doing this
1: yeah, pretty much been taking art classes. So I went there, I started there in 92 and I already had an associate's in art. And so I did three more years there at Gramlin. Okay. And um, yeah, graduated and just jumped right out and jumped right into the waters, man. Just went for it.
0: Wow. So, it, it, okay, so a lot of, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but I know that your I ain't gonna say your real name because you changed your name. So it is your real name, but Kababi was not your, birth given name nope. and it was um, a collective effort I guess you could say by you and your wife to make your name stand for something like and, and make it uh, something worthwhile and a legacy type of thing right yes sir so can you expound on that
1: yes yeah, so I went in to grambling um, well I was born Clifford Bernard Miskel Jr. Um, when I started doing art In junior college, I started signing my work. My art name was going to be C-Baby. Okay. And then when I got to Gremlin, I didn't think C-Baby was black and strong enough. (laughs) I was taking a Swahili class, and I liked the way they put the letters and the words together, so I decided to change C-Baby to Kebabi, so I changed a Y to an I. Mm. And then I decided to give each letter a meaning, and so I came up with creative black artists battling ignorance. Wow. And then when I did that, I just took it a step further and said i'm gonna wait till you know i get married and we'll create a last name together so the kids can have a name for mom and dad not just dad
0: so so with so the the ignorance part what what is that what is where is that coming from
1: i know it sounds deep but it just means we grow and learn (laughs) something new every day you know okay so hopefully we're always battling ignorance trying to grow and get better
0: wow that's that's dope though Yep. It sounds deep, <laughs> but it's real. It though. It's
1: great for kids, man. I go into school, man. The kids never
0: forget my name, so not at all. I'll never forget your name. Yeah. So how how has you changing your name and the significance of what it means and stands for? How has that influenced or impacted the way you create your art?
1: Yeah, when I create, when I change it, I said I wanted it to remind me of when people say my name, remind me what I'm supposed to be doing, and I think honestly, I changed it back in '97, um, but really, I think these last probably six to eight years is when I've really felt the impact and really felt the the name take shape.
0: Okay, so you started yeah,
1: so a lot of significant projects have happened in the last eight years.
0: So, so you would say you you basically started branding yourself. Or the pretty branding much. has yeah. taken has has taken a life of its own pretty much through through the work, right? Absolutely. Okay. And and I so you you're you you're strong, I don't want to say your strong points, but you pinpoint like bold lines, uh color and funk, right? I, yeah. So with that <laughs> said, so with that said, have you coined a name or a phrase that represents your brand or your work? Yeah, the funk. The funk. Okay. Yeah. Okay. that's
1: all I can come up with right now man. I can't all the time what do you do what, what's your style so I just say I like to. I just put my I just put that special sauce on me
0: okay all right so so for me too and I, I kind of know but people who are watching who have never really like dove into art how does an artist like yourself well I don't want to say how what are some of the ways that you can make a good living being a visual artist or illustrator
1: oh man um, everything from portraits to creating logos, drawing tattoo designs, tattooing, um, yeah, illustrating children's books, doing coloring books, making stickers. I mean, it's nowadays it's endless.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You just
1: gotta think outside the box, but there are plenty of avenues.
0: So, and so, this is what I I want to touch on this because everybody knows about you know doing digital graphics and illustrating books and stuff like that but when you put that canvas there and you get the painting i think that's where some of us get lost in the art i don't know if people respect it enough or they even take the time to look at it appreciate it for what it is like it's it's a piece of art it's a piece of work it's coming from nothing you know what i mean idea or inspiration or something you've seen or inspired, or you were inspired by it. So I think people don't want to take the appreciation or appreciate it enough and respect it enough so that it is kind of pushed out there into the mainstream like other art forms are, like music and dancing and acting and stuff like that, you know? But right. I do understand that visual art drives culture and is inspired by culture. So, here's something. I for visual art, right? Would you say that it is one of the few expressions that is kind of universal because it doesn't require the person who is being affected by it to be able to speak a certain language, to be able to read, to be able to write.
1: I see where you're going, but yeah, I definitely think yeah, you know, when people when you put a painting out there, uh yeah, where people come to it from wherever they come from. So what they see on the canvas, their life experience will interpret what they see and how they take it in. So, yeah, just something that you can put out there and yeah, it can translate to anybody if they connect with it. Yeah. You know, that's the tricky part is
0: if they, yeah, if they can connect, everybody's not your audience. Right, 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 right. How does that's a
1: hard thing to learn, especially artists, especially when you're hungry.
0: For sure. For sure. (laughs) For sure yeah it's not gonna stick and it's not gonna connect with everybody yeah um, and I see that you 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 will um create pieces while artists are, are spoken artists spoken word artists will perform or musicians to sing or play the instruments what does that do for you does that like give you a rhythm does it give you inspiration does it make yeah, you it makes me things?
1: like helps me perform and feel like I'm performing as well because um, I, I paint really well in public. OK. And so just the idea of, yeah, just feeling like I'm putting on a show helps me uh, be efficient and execute without, you know, for lack of a better word, fiddle that you know, around and not just being, in, you know, into it. But, yeah, I like to I like to have people around me. Um, when I work so I work really well in public so that's all that was really translating and just trying to show some love yeah. do some other art forms and just showing how we can do something cool together
0: yeah that's dope that's dope I got a clip I want to show too for the audience so they can okay. understand what I'm talking about here yeah, absolutely on up real quick and get you going here we go here we here we, here we go yo uh, um, uh um, um. yo in a country that is capitalistic the poor folks label Capital Misfits. Some can't afford a capital lipstick or to pay attention, and so they ask for assistance. Uncle Sam say before we proceed, mama got to kick daddy out to receive green. He laughing like he, he, he. She think they out of debt because I took out the D and left it with EBT. She said ain't nothing wrong with money. That is a tool. A juice. It's the love of money that is the root of evil. That group into a tree produces equal Gotta be asleep to live an American dream. Still, 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 uh, uh, still, still, still. Yeah, yeah, I could dig that, man. Yeah. Real dope. <laughs> I could dig that. That was dope. That was dope, man. And so I think that, um, because when you say urban culture well let's say okay when people in the urban community say culture we you know most people are gonna think like hip-hop r b dancing um whatever else you know but it they don't think art right do you feel like a lot of people in the urban community are ignorant the visual arts that type of visual art
1: um i don't know because i'm I mean, I'm dialed in Instagram real tough, and I'm impressed with a lot of work that I'm seeing come out. You know, street art is huge right now, so there's a lot more art in the public that's not just what people are doing on canvas, people are doing on walls now. I mean, it's not so widespread that everybody's getting touched by it, but hopefully that's the goal, to keep it spreading, um, because I think it just needs to happen because we can't rely on the schools. I think kids just need to see it on a regular basis. So if it takes artists Going out there putting it out, then it, that's what it is. But like uh, we were talking earlier, definitely a cultural thing. Yeah, kids have no interest in going to the art museum because they don't see themselves. Yeah. Um, so that's a struggle. It's or if is. the um, school themselves not taking them to the school because they don't have the budget. There's so many reasons, mm-hmm. you know, that we just don't have it in you know just our daily life. But it's yeah, it's definitely a cultural thing. So I don't think anybody's intentionally ignorant. I think they just don't know and when they hear art they hear they hear being broke (laughs) so everybody's wondering what they can do to make money and they use the first last thing they think of is about painting and drawing
0: you know with kids it's all about the media or somebody that's influential making it look cool to them absolutely what what would it take like can you you got any ideas like what would it take to make it become cool like in the mainstream to make art or being an artist or just enjoying and taking in art become cool
1: i think kids just need to see people executing it so i love that what's happening around the country and around the world you had these mural festivals and all that i mean that kind of stuff needs to come to the to the city so kids can see artists executing on walls and having a good time music popping yeah you know just
0: to get that bug in they just got to make it fancy make it make it fresh i think it needs more media attention also absolutely it definitely needs more media attention and more respect from the media the people that yep. can that can move it you know and, and um touch the masses with it now i will say this because of social media and live streaming when you go like say yourself you go to those things i think you should pull out your camera and go live
1: that's right let people know you're there yeah that's right
0: i think more people should do that it should be like a coalition of artists <laughs> that when exactly. you go you know, hey, we're going to live stream this thing as much as possible and get more people involved and let them see what we're doing, see the work that we're putting in.
1: Absolutely.
0: You know what I'm saying? So people can just get a respect for it. And, and um, you know, like you said, they're not exposed because I know I see a lot of pieces and I'm like, man, that's cool. I like that. I would hang that in my house. I would like to own that. I would like to see how it's created, you know. But if these kids are not even seeing it, how do they know about it? To want to yeah. You know, yeah. And
1: then you're really gonna blow them out the water when you tell them how much you want for it. Like then, that's <laughs> right. a whole another conversation. <laughs> right.
0: right, right, right. So, and and I think like um, I know I had like arts and crafts in school and stuff like that. I don't even know if they're still offering arts, the arts in school. Do you know? Or they have, they have? Oh like- yeah,
1: definitely.
0: Okay. Especially in the county.
1: I mean, not that many. Um, there, I've been to a few schools, mostly black that still have art, but it's usually schools that kids got to get bus to and if they're going to get a real dope art and music program. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's just the way it is right now. So, you know, that's just what it is.
0: And I'm hoping that they're taking them on field trips to the museums, festivals, stuff like that. I mean, I don't know if they can do the festivals. That's kind of too many people. Um, yeah. So that's a liability. A- but I would hope that they're taking them to, you know, museums and just kind of diving in wholeheartedly so that they can get that experience. Because I think it's needed. How, how is it for you? Like you said, when you when you visit kids, they're kind of like mesmerized by your name. They, they don't, they never forget it. Like how is it, how do they receive it when you approach them or you're speaking to them? And what is your angle? Like, how can how do you engage them?
1: Well, I usually engage them one, just pulling up with my supplies and then the subjects that I'm painting. Um, like the piece behind me, I painted at a high school, um, while the kids were there. And usually all the murals and things that I do in schools, I like to do it during the school day.
0: Okay. So the
1: kids can actually watch me create it and ask me questions. Right. And they ask everything. They ask how I started, how much I make. And I mean, why I do it, how often I do it. I mean, they ask all of it. So right. I can just be straight with them and tell them that I love that I myself and I can do everything that I love every day.
0: Yeah. And I think
1: appealing just on a basic level.
0: And I, I think the good thing is um if you're going if you're in the inner city, you're you're creating things that you're creating art that looks like them. They can identify with it and relate to Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So then maybe you can draw them in a little bit easier than say they in a textbook they're seeing someone from another race, you know, in the picture. And not that that's yep. bad, you know, you wanna be diversified and uh, you know stuff like that but i think that just to connect with them if they haven't ever seen anything the first the first experience they're seeing something that they can relate to and connect with and then they'd probably be more apt to like oh man i want to look into this and kind of yeah
1: absolutely yeah
0: yeah Yeah, i think yeah
1: see themselves see themselves being glorified and and you know and just loved on yeah it definitely touches the heart and gets peaks their interest yeah for sure
0: definitely do you have any of your work in galleries or anything like that do you not
1: well. i have a show right now but that's really the only gallery space i have my work in like i'm mostly online and getting more on the on the streets like i have a big project i'm working on now
0: Mm
1: -hmm. i'm doing uh covering up windows in a good section you know a good visible section of st louis okay a lot of kids who congregate up to school from that high school i mentioned so yeah i'm really looking forward to putting that up but yeah, not, not haven't really been strong on the gallery game. I've been really using Facebook and Instagram to make my career.
0: Okay, so that's how someone, if they wanted to buy some art from you, reach out to you on Facebook and Instagram?
1: Yep, they do that, and my new website's being built right now. So,
0: yeah, that's how they get me. Okay, will it be your name, the website, so they'll know? Yeah, absolutely, Yep. Yeah. Okay. BobbyBayockOriginals.com All right, so you guys, you make sure you go check them out on Facebook. I have everything down in the description, too, so you can click the link. Go straight to his Facebook, go straight to his IG. So make sure you follow him. Go check out some of his work. He does have his work on IG. I know I haven't looked at the Facebook, but I do see it on IG. So yeah, check it out, man. Support it. Support it. I don't even want to say black art, just support art. <laughs> <Right on. laughs> you know, support art. But you can start. Yeah, yeah. I like all kinds of work myself, man. So
1: yeah, I look at everything.
0: Yeah. What are uh where do you draw your inspiration from? Like, does it just hit you or
1: you know what? Honestly, I, everything from a good photo online—I I see some crushed popcorn outside the grocery store, outside the gas station. <laughs> I almost there's there's times where I really can't turn it off. Like I, I it doesn't take much to inspire me. I can just see a mark a certain way, and it'll make my eye think of something different, and I'll take it to canvas and see what happens. But I get inspired by I'm yeah. I usually get I'm I'm seeing something every day all day. Like it's I, my my. My antenna never goes down, man. I'm always ready for an idea to come to my brain.
0: Okay. From a technical standpoint, would you say that you have a style of painting? A style of painting? Um, From a technical, say if we were learning from a textbook and they say, oh, this is that style and that style, would you say you have a particular style?
1: I mean, I started kind of, Think I'm terrible with all the terms. I would say more expressionistic expressionistic for me is close to what you consider a, a hybrid between realism and cartoon caricature like like okay making characters um but using a lot of light and dimension so um that's a weird way to try to describe it but that's kind of where i go like i started at six flags as a caricature artist so that informed the way i mm, okay um, and animate my faces Right, right. I really love pencil drawing, so I'm I'm bringing a lot of shading, and so I, I, I'm a, com- a combination of all kinds of stuff in my work.
0: Okay, who who do you who do you admire? I don't I don't want to use that word admire, but like like oh yeah, some of the like, people here's pen- my age. My first go tos are
1: Frank Morrison um, and Frank. I think I would I think it's fair to say is a a study or student of Ernie Barnes from the Good Times. Um, show back in the day ernie barnes was the artist that did this work so frank morrison is like the reincarnation of that brother like he to a whole new ridiculous contemporary level you know so i really love looking at his work and he's on hustle mode and he's putting a lot of good stuff out Kadir nelson is another cat my age my age range that is doing his thing but then honestly after that i'm on instagram and i'm always finding somebody new every day so there's those would be my my two main ones, like that are here, living and breathing, that people can touch and connect with. Okay. That I that I really dig.
0: What about dead and gone? Some of the dead and gone. Dead. My first go to is John
1: Biggers, brother from Houston, mural artist. Does he have um, anything
0: that I would know, or or that we would just be like, oh, I, I I know what that piece is.
1: Yeah, I don't know if anybody would really know him. I mean, people in Houston might, because that's where a lot of his work is. Right. Um. You got you got diego rivera from you know people know frida kahlo you know she's a cult figure right now but so the cat that she was with you know he was he's another one who really inspired me early on okay Okay.
0: yeah Ooh. so when you're dead and gone <laughs> hopefully that's no time soon that's the hope how do you want your work to exemplify you as the artist
1: i would say somebody who painted from his heart and connected in a way to allow people to see themselves in there and you know and they just got inspired to do whatever it was to make them great by watching me do my work like and more than anything like i think painting family and fatherhood images hopefully become synonymous with my name as well
0: okay and how do
1: specifically you... black fathers
0: yeah you got the, you had that um since you mentioned it, I was going to touch on that later, but you had the 365-day Black father...
1: Days with Dad. Yep.
0: Yeah. How did that come about? Like, tell, tell us about that. I thought that was pretty cool what I read of it.
1: Yeah, I started that in 2012. So 2011, I was coming off an unsuccessful try at doing art fairs. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to figure out a way to earn money every day and come up with a subject that I could paint and something that I could use to attract people. And So I came up with, you know, doing a father um as my subject doing black fathers well I, at first it wasn't just black fathers it was, it was fathers okay i just kind of assumed because it was me that's what it was i didn't really spe- specify but yeah as i got into the project it became apparent as everybody was asking you know and you know folks were telling me like mm, i think you need to just focus on black fathers <laughs> okay yeah. That was hard cuz people who love my work are from all type of you know communities so it was a tough one to email people and say ah I would love to but I might have to wait I can't right now I was like black children need to see them right. see that there are that there are men out there doing what they need to do so that's kind of how that kicked off man and it just took like wildfire man and it just literally honestly changed my life and changed
0: the way people look at me as an artist that's dope so so basically you were showing black fathers in all types of roles and
1: yeah it was all portraits of just dads and their children no moms there was only two paintings that had females but it was all about also combating the idea that we babysit when we're alone with our children like no it's quality time with your child yeah it's not babysitting
0: and most of all most of all we're there in their lives exactly (laughs) you know 365 days a year exactly (laughs) exactly we we put in the work too man absolutely yeah yeah Definitely. and um, So that's really when my
1: name, I think, started kicking off for me. I mean, people have projects before that that they connect with, mm-hmm. but that definitely um, put me on a whole nother level.
0: Okay. Would you say that your your art, um, if you could only pick one, what would you say your, your art inspires, teaches, entertains, or promotes forward thinking? Ooh. You can only pick one.
1: Inspires.
0: Inspires. Why? Ooh, tough questions, man.
1: <laughs> I don't think about myself, man.
0: <laughs> What'd
1: you say? I said, I don't think about myself like this. Um, I say inspires just because people are seeing me have fun. And I think they want that in their own life, you know. And it's not just the way I paint, but also just like using the platforms to let them physically see me working like just having a good time i think the subjects and my personality allowed them to see that they can this is a, this is a way you can live just just keep it simple yeah you can live your passion
0: yeah for sure yeah that's one thing one thing um i learned actually when i was i was working a nine to five and um an opportunity came my way And I just, you know, I took that leap of faith. I jumped out there and uh, quit my job and um, I started doing some other things, you know, entrepreneur wise and, um, you know, create my own check, right? Yep. And that thing kind of hit the wall and fell, but I was still out there, right? I was still out there. But what I learned that you cannot see while you're in a cubicle or in that workspace is how you are able because now you're at a bird's eye view right so now you're able to soar and look down and figure things out so that you can continue to provide for yourself and your family it's it's like you cannot explain it to someone who is at a nine to five who is afraid to jump out there you can't explain it you can only learn this and gain the knowledge and the confidence and the know-how through the experience of just putting yourself out there and saying and knowing that if i don't do it it's not gonna get done period you know what i mean
1: that's right period. So
0: you can live out your dreams you just have to really put yourself out there and be uncomfortable because it wasn't easy and it wasn't comfortable but i got it done i figured it out absolutely that's that's what it's about you can live out your dreams it's not always gonna be comfortable you gotta put yourself in uncomfortable situations be pushed to the limit but trust me, the opportunity to survive and to provide and maintain is is there.
1: Absolutely, you know, is there. Absolutely, that's right. Yeah, that's what that that's what that three sixty five did for me. Like it started with one thing, but really, it was the best um, face painting class I could have ever had in my life because I was every day, all day, nonstop, just cranking them out. And even though I didn't love all of them, I I learned how to sculpt the face, So now portraits yeah it's all good even when they give me a challenge like I can still I can I can go 10 rounds with it and and I'm gonna win (laughs)
0: that's dope that's dope you you had a a stint working in the music industry too right
1: doing no I never worked in the music industry I just did I just did a couple good covers they that um blessed to have it's crazy because I've only done three three four five but they've been some real prominent ones that people are still connected to heavily, man. So I've been blessed with that. Cool,
0: cool, cool. You did like Rap Pages, right? I read that, Rap Pages. So so when I came,
1: I was working at Six Flags, uh, doing the caricatures. Uh I knew I wasn't gonna go back the next year because I just wasn't digging it like that. Yeah. Um, And I was seeing people illustrating magazines. So I created a a portfolio and I sent it to the cat that used to be a Gremlin um, when I was there and he was at Rap Pages. So I sent him the portfolio. Him and some others, but he's the one that took. And I got that job. And then Chris Lighty, um, who used to manage Busta Rhymes and Missy Elliott and all them, he kind con- he gave me a call and asked me if I could do the Violator album cover. Yeah. And so I did that. And not knowing 20 years later how huge that was going to be. And that's dope. When I did that, then Phil Mob's manager, she called me and then she asked if I would be willing to fly to Atlanta. To- Watch these cats run around on a farm and then create an album for uh, a cover for it. I mean, you're like going crazy, like loving that album. Like, yeah, wow. that was me.
0: I love that artwork, man. Wow, yeah, that's me.
1: The pig with the gold tooth, yep. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wow,
0: that was, yeah, that's when
1: I was deep into doing caricatures, man. Yeah,
0: that's crazy. Yeah, wow, 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 and then wow. You
1: tell into that's when the whole Prince thing happened, you know,
0: the Prince thing. Hold on. I don't know about the Prince thing. Tell me.
1: So Prince came to Illinois and was doing a show, but he also had love for one another group um, organization. They donated food to the city when he visited the city. He would donate food to an organization and place here in St. Louis was Dignity House. And so they asked me and another artist to put our work up. And the two young ladies that brought the food videotaped the show. And I guess at some point they took it back to him. And then I got a call from his people and they said he saw some work he liked and so he bought three pieces and then uh a year later his folks called again and said he wanted to know if he had some more work to show and i sent more photos and he bought five more and used one of those as a rainbow children album cover
0: wow yeah man that's dope
1: (laughs) it's weird most of my career has not been by solicitation at all it's all just i just work and just have trust and yeah job show up man
0: just the work and the work works for you
1: much Ah, i'm gonna steal that
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's right (laughs) Trust the work man trust the work man you put in some work yeah dope i'm
1: i'm being forced to rest right now man because yes i will keep painting till my fingers bleed
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's how you know you love it man you got a passion for it
1: i do yeah. yeah
0: yeah yeah what would you say to any young painters out there who are trying to um Breakthrough, get their breakthrough, so they can start really making a living for themselves, doing what they love to do. What what, what advice could you give them?
1: I mean, I know we hear so much, man, because it's all out there and everybody's on hustle mode. But yeah, I mean, you definitely got to put in your ten thousand hours. You know, if you if you're weak at hands, you need just need to draw a thousand hands. And you just keep <laughs> doing. Them. If you're weak at faces, don't run from it. Just start drawing them. And, yeah, and a lot of times too, people are imitating. And they might have the new dope style. I mean, Basquiat, man, people are getting millions for his paintings. You know, that cat intentionally drew like a child, you know, Um, when it wasn't even cool. And so I think a lot of people might already have something. They just need to trust in it. But definitely got to put in the time and the work and look at other artists and borrow techniques. I mean, we steal from each other all the time. That's just the nature of art. You know, just like musicians sample, we see stuff we think is cool. Don't let it become your style, but figure out how you can take an ingredient here and ingredient there and become come up with your own recipe, you know?
0: Right. Yeah, man.
1: But put in the work more than anything consistently.
0: Consistently, yeah. Consistency, man. Consistency is what it's all about. A lot of people give up before they... Yeah. When they get that... Don't
1: worry. Don't, don't do it for the money up front. You know? You gotta... People, you, people need to feel that they're getting some value. So you just... Yeah. Put in the work make a good product okay. and then let people know you do it
0: yeah yeah put it the work and that work will work for you it, it comes absolutely work speaks for itself that's real that's right real man hey well it's been a pleasure speaking with you tonight man i, I learned a lot i learned that right you've on. done some dope stuff <laughs> some dope art keep doing what you're doing man inspiring the children too that's the main thing Please keep getting into these schools or wherever you can get to these kids and inspire them so they can know that it's out there, that it is part of the culture, and it drives the culture. Um, That's the goal, man. Yeah, it's so important, man. Keep doing the work. work. Absolutely. Gotta keep blessing you too, brother.
1: Yeah, well, thank you for um, bringing me on your platform, man. I appreciate the exposure, man. Uh, Yeah, this is all good.
0: Not a problem. I appreciate you coming on, man, for real. Right on. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, everybody. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Make sure you check out Kababi at C B A B I. It's right down there under his face, right there. You can check him out on Instagram, Facebook. Creative Facebook. Black Artist Family Ignorance. There you go. There you go. Check him out. Go support. Buy some of his art. It's great. Great work. Um, I can't say it enough. It's great work. So Appreciate until that. next time, episode twenty one is on the way. Uh, make sure you guys like subscribe share it if you got some good nuggets out of this and we'll be back next week i thank you brother once again man and i'm gonna we're gonna leave with another performance of you whipping up some art while an artist plays and then we'll take it on home right on all right man appreciate you brother
1: yes sir peace man
0: good night bye man.